The views of Boogie do not necessarily reflect those of Kathy and Abyss. Here, you want it, you want it the higher way? I knew it. I knew you were going to do something to make me look ridiculous. It doesn't make you look ridiculous. You just look kind of, you put you know. my head on a bok choy. <laughs> Your head's on a fucking bok choy. What do you saying. want? People like the bok choy. You like the bok choy. You, I do like the Actually, bok choy. it's very tasty. Oh. Baby bok choy <laughs> is very tasty. Jesus Christ, is this what we talk about before we get into yes. the magic? Bok choy? Yes. Mm. See, now you want bok choy. Mm. Bok I'm hungry. Choy. Bok. I'm hungry now. <laughs> Does someone Sam, wanna... can you go make Kathy some bok choy? <laughs> He's like, I don't have bok Maybe choy. some bird twigs and spit to go along Ow. with that so it's extra healthy. Aye. Hold on. Maybe we should ask our our, uh, our lovely uh, guest to test this mic really quick and make sure it's Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Jessica, get test that mic. Say hi. Uh, hello. That's Yay. perfect. All right. Well, then fuck it. We are ready. Is everybody ready? Woo! God <laughs> damn it. I just love how Mark kind of looks starting like a Starting the new year off right. <laughs> just starting the new year off right. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Perverted podcast. Scared that your desires might Jesus. be strange? <laughs> Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts. Hi. I'm Kathy. I'm Abyss. And I am Count Boogie. And first... We have our first casualty of the podcast, <laughs> Spike. Spike <laughs> fell on just the floor. attacked Abyss <laughs> and then died a brutal, horrible death by being stunned. Now Abyss is holding googly-eyed pineapple stuffy Spike. It was supposed to be a prize. And then are there attached. toenails in that? No. Because no. No. I want nothing to do with it. There are no toenails or anything, All but right. I'm just... Uh, Pulled out a know. contraption. I'm scared. I'm just, I got the it's contra- a pill cutter. It's a pill cutter. And you want to hear that? You want to hear that? You okay. ready? Listen. Yeah. That's the sound of an erection. <laughs> <laughs> well, so now I got half because I only want 50 milligrams. Now I'm going to take a little. Is that Mohimbi? No. Oh, no. no. Mohimbi? No. No, it's Viagra. Uh, are you taking Viagra for the show? I am because, man, I just want to be my sexual best for the show. Oh. No, actually. Kathy's like, I don't understand what's going on and I, I don't like it. I don't want to understand what's going on. No, so, like, well, you know, uh, Abyss and Mark are, you know, maybe going to be hanging out a little bit after the show. Is that what the green screen is for? And that's <laughs> the green screen is up. We're testing out the green scheme, screen, scheme, yeah. whatever. With some uh, random, you know, strap-on play. And so I just, you know, maybe thought... uh, Actually, I just say Viagra 10 times because I'm actually going to be calling Pfizer the company. And I want to get a sponsorship from Viagra. I'm sure they're going to jump all over that. Just so I can say, this erection brought to you by Viagra. That's what I... No? No. Uh, Don't even... That's it. Shut up. Hey, you know what? I'm getting laid later. Fuck it. Good for you. I'm getting laid tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Whatever. One year. <laughs> Here we go. This is what happens. We are now starting year two, show 53. Here we are. Is everybody excited about the new year? Meh. Really? Oh. Yeah. 
Jesus wow. Christ, what do I need the button that says like, you know, applaud for God's sakes? Fifty three. It's, it's about it's about what our students' participation was at the beginning anyway. A- absolutely. But no, it's exciting. We had our one year anniversary uh, a- a show and party last week. It was awesome. The show was a lot of fun. We had all the mushy re- reflections and stuff, and, and we got tons good. of complaints about that. What? Uh, complaints? No, we didn't. I'm just kidding. I complained. You're the only, you're one, the who only one who complained. And you had the longest like love fest out of all of us. That's hey, so true. we had people here. They needed no, to no, be loved you, on. You told Kathy and I specifically keep this shit short. Yeah. I did, because I knew I was going to go long. I kept mine I had this whole long thing, and I cut it down because of this man. La, la, don't, la, don't, la, la. don't go all la, la, psycho la, la. on this. You're, you're scaring me, man. All right, so you guys are no, sold into slavery? It was fun. No, 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 no. I just, uh, before, but in our excitement and in the love fest of everyone in the room, I don't know. I don't. We fucked up. Just did say we it. not say thank you shit. to? Well, we, we have all fucked up. We over the year, we have had people. a lot of perverted we podcast volunteers that have helped in promoting and getting us up on FetLife and sending invitations to people and stuff like that. And so I, I don't we, know we if just I pretty much didn't mention any of them. about like because, Miss yeah. Curious and Aurelia and Theater Vegan yeah. and uh, just I don't know any of them. We're idiots. Names. Okay. I don't know. So anyway, thank you so much to the volunteers that also help promote us and. Uh, and obviously all the new volunteers that have been wanting to come forward and help. We're actually trying to get organized again yeah. with our volunteers, so that's pretty exciting. And hey, um, because we had the show on Saturday, weren't we all supposed to be in the chat room on Monday? Nobody said anything. I think we were. We were. We all so said we were. And, and none of us I were. I said maybe. I said no. maybe. You're being held accountable with the rest of us. Well, we have a chat I, room I now. We no. have chat room. Unger. Yeah. Who's in the chat room? Anka, uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't leave me. I was going to do a pirate. Now I'm doing, <laughs> doing Arnold. I don't know what's going on. But we have like 10 people today. 10 people in Ten the people chat room. Including one new person who I think disappeared. Uh, <laughs> but they're from Australia. We had an Australian Yay! person in the chat. Can you believe it? He was up on methamphetamine. Can you believe how ballsy that is? Wow. Wow, it's super exciting. That's it great. Uh, I'm not going to let you distract me from the fact that last Monday we were there and <laughs> Sam was the only Did you actually one. Did you actually sh- Tell us about it because it, it was insane. <laughs> I read the transcript. Was anyone in oh. the chat room? Did people show up? Yes, a couple people showed up. Oh. And they okay. asked for us, and Sam <laughs> had to apologize for us. It was bad. Wow. Yeah, it was. Pr- a busy Bee was there. Paige was there. Where's was it everyone? Everybody? Was it everyone we know? Yeah, pretty much. All right. Well, right. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, Sam had much. to do it all. He Sa- had to be. Well, us. no. This and was. This was because we're going into the new year. Um, we wanted to incorporate Sam in a more pivotal role. Um, in, in you see, that is you getting thrown under the bus. Yeah. And oh, yes, so, definitely. and so, this was a great chance for Sam to to come in and and really strut his stuff uh, and love take some leadership. Turn and, that around yeah. and, and yeah. spun it into a Sam. Thing. Good job, fucking yay! I like how I was saying. Oh yeah, Boogie's gonna. Boogie said he's gonna be here, so he'll be here in a little while. And. Um, you didn't show up. <laughs> Thank you. Good job, Sam. Thanks, Sam. Did a great job. I think all of us simul like in five minute increments. Like <laughs> I, I figured I remembered at nine forty because I mean I've been you doing it on not. Monday night. I Mo- called you Monday. No, no, I called you because I was in the shower washing my hair and I'm literally like la 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 because I was like binge I- watching a show and I'm like la la. <gasps> <laughs> the, the chat room <laughs> and I jumped out of the shower. 
literally called him with soap in my hair and was like and it was like it was like nine forty five or something and i'm like did you did you go into the chat room and you just hear him go shit <laughs> i'm worse you we've guys. been doing the show on monday nights for 52 weeks so it was the first night off and i just didn't i yeah i was yeah we have no excuse. So, I was uh, washing my hair. So, so sorry. So sorry. <laughs> but, uh, you know, thank you to the volunteers. Thank you to the people who do come into the chat room. The chat room's been a lot of fun. And uh, and I see two, <clears throat> two, two idiots in front of me. Huh? What? I, I heard what happened on my condolences. Oh, thank Jesus you. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was yesterday. Yeah. So I don't have a funeral. Yeah. I don't have a... <laughs> ah, that's about it. Yeah, that's our life. <laughs> Kathy and I uh, were re-elected. We, uh, no one was running we against were running us. We running on a more term! One more but term! We won. One more term! <laughs> but we won. Uh, uh, we are now, we committed to one more, one more year uh, on the board of directors at Threshold. And you can put a two all you want. A two, you can put a. You know what? I can put in uh, the UK, <laughs> that means fuck you. So um, oh, nice to know. Yeah. So Thank now you, you know. To okay. Put two fingers up, just like you put it at me. That, it's, that it's means fuck you. Is, yeah, it's, it's a it, from so the I archers. And, yeah, okay, yeah, right. yeah. Thank I like it. I like it yeah. a lot. So uh, no, we're gonna do one more year and be of service at Threshold, and and uh, and then I. The podcast is growing a lot, so we're just going to let someone take that over. See, but nobody believes that because we're all, you and I are constantly saying that we're losers who have no jobs. So I don't think that people are going to buy that. No, we can't no, do both. wait till the first board blast hey, that hey, goes out. Hey, yeah. hey, huh? Well, well, I have huh? a job. Yes, I'd say we have jobs. We don't, we don't count you. We You're don't, the pretty yeah, one I'm sorry. here. Just yeah. hold your, hold your pineapple, Miss, Miss. I got a job pants. Poor Spike. <laughs> I'm actually in my job pants. Let's go on. <laughs> We're not even out of potato <laughs> mayhem. Wait, that's wait, yeah. wait, what the fuck is Jello conspiracy? Yeah, what is that? Nope. What? Jello conspiracy? It was something I was going to talk about. Um, but we're really far into it. it it's maybe we'll hold Jello conspiracy because um, the conspiracy is going. Yeah. Let's right. just let's just hold that. But it is important. Right. And it is something that's going to fucking that, it's going to fucking blow your mind. Wow. Blow your mind. Okay. Injuries, death, mayhem, Jello. You just wait. Okay. You just wait till next week. Perverted podcast. You come back next week. Just another day on Bad Life with bondage, kink, and freaky sex. It is freaky. The type of things you see on Bad Life will leave you happy, horny, enlightened, or possibly perplexed. What the hell? It actually is meow, meow, meow. Wasn't there a dog barking? No, there was a cat. It was a cat. I produce a lot of shit. What do you want? (laughs) For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so, and then they whine about it later. (laughs) Oh. Oh. (laughs) Because it's true. Oh. Because sometimes it's true. Not everyone, you know, not everyone loves how we say, but you, you know, you I make it clear when I ask for permission <laughs> that it's, we don't promise right for anything. We don't so promise. Have you heard our show? I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this one is from Marinum, who wrote a post called The Lovely, Lowly, Lonely Dungeon Monitor. She says, being a dungeon monitor is often a thankless job. I can't speak for other DMs, but from my experiences, it isn't a job that is fun and exciting. It's work when you want to be playing. It's playing big brother to people who don't think they need it. It's community service to a community that wants someone to do it, but then doesn't like the way it's done. But it's a job that someone does need to do. We do need supervision among ourselves. We forget to be quiet. We forget or don't know the rules. We need help with equipment, aftercare, cleaning. 
please thank a DM for helping out. And remember that they are on your side. Yay! There go the clapping. Of course, of course, I love this one. Of course you do. As a DM. As a DM. This is, uh, this is rubbing my DM clit right now. Yes, go on, <laughs> go on. But I will say this. Um, being a dungeon monitor isn't actually a thankless job. It really isn't, especially here at Threshold. We have a really good community of people who... They bitch when we have to interrupt stuff, but you know what? And we will say that the DMs listen to our feedback. Like, hey, is there a, we try and find the best way to, if we have to interrupt a scene, we try and do it, ca- you know, as carefully as possible. We get, we listen to the feedback and try and bring it back onto the dungeon because we all play here. This is, this is the place we play and love. And the reason I say it's not thankless is the fact is I get to come to a club and express myself and I get to do that weekly. That's my thank you. So for me, putting in my my amount of service to help keep the players safe and clean and all that jazz, that's that's my thank you. I appreciate a verbal thank you every once in a while, but to be honest, this that having a place and making sure it's upkept and and still standing is is the DM thank you. I think the fact that we have, um, and we've talked about this before, and we're always going to talk about dungeon monitors and 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 people. Uh, obviously, we have a community uh, where we're fortunate enough to have a lot of clubs to go to um, that require uh, dungeon monitors. But um, dungeon monitors are also people that watch out at your private parties that you have at your house. Like if you have people, um, a lot of people do private play, like in cities where they don't have a community or a dungeon, they'll have private parties. And they'll still have kind of a dungeon monitor people that will watch out and do that. So it's not just in the clubs that you have dungeon monitors. But I think what's really exciting, uh, as someone who's been around Threshold a long time and gone to the other clubs and, and heard, you know, kind of the word on the street, people literally gravitate to Threshold because of the dungeon monitors and nothing else. Because they want to <laughs> it's express... It's not our decor. <laughs> because they, they, uh, they feel like they can safely express themselves. Nothing's perfect. You know, creepers are going to be everywhere where there is play and sexuality going on. But in general, I have heard so many people say specifically they come to Threshold because they know that people are watching out for them. People watch. And yes, um, the dungeon monitors are, are, are just as fallible as any other fucking human on the planet. And uh, there have been you know, questionable interruptions or people have arguments or, or whatever. But in general, our record, really, the amount for the type of stuff that we do, the amount of instances we have where there's problems is directly a result of the fact that we have trained people that show up and they dedicate that time to make sure that everyone has the safest and most fun possible. Yeah, and I, I've been to other clubs And I've heard, I don't know why, but I've heard a lot of people uh, complain about the amount of safety issues we have here, the amount of rules, the amount of uh, things that a DM can interrupt for. Um, So I've heard both. I have never, however, heard somebody complain about a DM or how rule crazy we are here at Threshold who hasn't worked behind the scenes. The minute you start working behind the scenes you start to realize how hard it is. And our DMs, man, that is, it's a, 
a it's job a and a job. Half. Door person and dungeon monitor are the two it, shittiest jobs. It's just yeah. It's not I, easy. I will I will definitely tip my hat to the door door uh, people too because fucking hell that is boring. Uh, and you have to put up with <laughs> people put up with yeah. people yeah. that are not, they have to you, show you ideas. Have to, yeah. and you yeah. have to put up with the type of people that you need dungeon monitors for, mm-hmm. and they come to the front door and they feel entitled and narcissistic, possibly sociopathic, yeah. and they. Uh, those are the types of people you have to watch because uh, the statistics are in. What is it like? One out of a hundred people test, you know, clinical psychopath or sociopath. So they're know, out there. They come in. Hats, and there you <laughs> go. You <know? laughs> I mean, yeah, and like she says, it's, it's playing big brother to people who don't think they need it, and and you really don't think you need it until something goes wrong. And I, I've told this story before, so you may have heard it, but I have actually been at other clubs where people start right away complaining about threshold, or really complaining about any club that has a lot of rules and I will invariably interrupt and say where if you had a child who was entering into the BDSM scene and you couldn't be there to protect them where would you want them to go and the answer boogies, is boogies, no uh, <laughs> boogies is love not. laboratory they will either admit its threshold or change the subject because yeah. it's absolutely true I'm an adult I hear I don't need DMs telling me what to do I don't need I, rules you know what that's I, perfect I, we have other dungeons for you exactly. they're just not here please go fuck yourself <laughs> well, and that's, I, the thing I, that's I mean that, I'm serious you don't understand how awesome it is that people complain. The people that complain about Threshold are the people that don't belong at Threshold. That's perfect. That's why we have other dungeons where you can absolutely go. They don't have dungeon monitors. They allow alcohol. You can have all sorts of consent violations and people jerking off on your fucking feet while you play. And all of the wonderful things that I've heard endless stories and seen endless stories of personally with my own eyes in places that don't have dungeon monitors. I want you to go there. I want you to go and have no rules and do what you can. I like being at Threshold because the rules push those people out who are going to harm people. It's so a- I'm happy that you don't like the rules. Please fuck yourself delightfully <laughs> in another place. I agree. And to be honest, the, that is just one side of being a d- dungeon monitor. The other thing I love she, how she touched on was it's about outreach. It's about talking to newbies. It's about like, hey... Uh, it's it's about making people happy as much as I hate to say it. It is it's very much beso- if you just walk around like a cop, it, you, you're not a dungeon monitor. You I, I am one of the biggest rule mongers, but you have to be able to talk to people. And if there is a problem, try and find a a happy medium that still applies to the rules. But you can make it so that it's not it, it's also customer service based. Where you have to try and make the people, unless there is a complete and fuck, complete fucked hard. And we've had a couple and I've had words with them. But for the most part, it's mostly a, hey, let's see if we can find another solution for this. Sure. And also, side note, a lot of our rules. I'm just going to throw that out there. When I've had the discussion with people, they're like, you guys have so many rules. I'm like, most of them are cleanliness and safety factors. Yeah. I'm like, the major rules that you have an issue is we don't allow breath play. Yeah, most of the rules nobody will. We still do know fire about. play. We do needles. We do cutting. We, we do, do blood play. We do hook pulls. We do uh, you know. <laughs> like we, all there's parties you shit. can uh, you know. There, there's a lot of stuff. There's very few things that I like to do that I can't do. At there, I mean, we have a lot of edgy shit that happens here, and I'm just I literally have like talked to people who are like, oh, you fucking rules, da da da, and I'm like, why? Because we make you share your space, we make you clean up after yourself, and we make sure that you don't kill each other. Yeah, excuse Damn the fuck it. out of us. Abyss, really, Sorry. buzzkill. Sorry. Ooh, hey, Sam. 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 Uh, hey, uh, well, as a DM, I, I would like to say that I have heard thank yous from participants, from the people that come here, and 
know, it is it is great. It doesn't happen all that often, but it does happen, and so that's that's one of the things. And when when I'm out at other places, another thing I hear about that people like about Threshold is the fact that it's clean. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, is it? Yeah, we have this great janitor. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> 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 One more year. <laughs> you get one more year of me. But I will say toilets. to all the dungeon monitors out there, a big thank you. You guys do a huge service. And to be honest, everybody who steps up in the community, everyone who puts a liner in a trash can, everyone who takes the money and deals with fucking idiots who all are there for their selfish good time and they just treat you like an employee, even though you're a volunteer. We, we thank you. And I'm proud to be a kinky man <laughs> and a dungeon monitor's rock and they rock so hard. Oh man. Yeah. Wow. Butchered God that. bless the DM race. Um, we, we have a La Raza. La Raza. I It took me a minute to realize he was talking Spanish. I, I thought he went minion. <laughs> like, like, like nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Uh, all right, well, so that's it. We, we only have one one uh, that was it. life stuff today. All right, good. We got to suck off some DMs. That's always good. Thanks. That's good. <laughs> I'll suck you off later. Giggity. Oh, is that how he sucks you off? That's no. the sound I make because I know it turns her on, doesn't it? Didn't we talk about the porn cunnilingus? <laughs> he goes Cthulhu on my cunt. Ew. Who does? And then I got I got under my tongue right here, Kathy. You want to see? I have extra no. tentacles. They're 75 yeah, I don't feet know. long. Thank you for that. Oh, Moving on. So Please. Russian roulette. <laughs> Russian roulette. Oh, fuck. I Are you every projecting? Time. Every time. Yeah. I am not I think she's trying to tell you something. <laughs> she has a revolver, too. Yeah, she's all, hey, Boogie. <laughs> Let's play a new game. <laughs> we'll call it role play. It's called the deer hunter. Our newest member of the perverted studio audience can pick our fetish roulette for next week. Okay, so here's how it works. Uh, fetish roulette. Uh, lovely Jessica will be picking a, uh, a random piece of paper that has a philia or fetish on it. And then next week, I will go into our perverted podcast library and study this. And we will talk about... And you're dropping it. <laughs> it lo- what is that? Pocahontaphilia? <laughs> the fuck is that? I gave, I, I literally, it's, she pulled it and I'm all, I can't pronounce it. And most of these, I mean, <laughs> Kathy, I think knows what these are sort of, no, but I did most like of these, I really ago. don't know what these are. It's eptemnophilia. Who? Eptemnophilia. Eptem, eptemnophilia. It sounds like you're ep, like. Eptem? Eptemnophilia. Apt- I'm reading it. I'm just aptem. <laughs> what? I mean, what? I have no clue. Apt- That's aptitude. your job next week. Which is funny. I, I, look, I look over at Ape Unger. taming, <laughs> getting apes shot, gorillas getting <laughs> shot. Why? It's no. aphelia. No, why? why? Don't take care of why? your kids. Why? Uh, why did you bring get that the, get here? Get the gorilla. Let it out. Get the gorilla. You're not, no. Get the fucking. I, no. No, we're not we're going. We're not no, going. No, we're not going to the no, fucking gorilla. No, that got fucking shot. No, ape why? Tem, ape, ape philia. Stop ape, it. Ape that shooting philia. Hey, push the button. Them. Push the button. Yes. <laughs> the views of Boogie do not necessarily reflect those of Kathy and Abyss. <laughs> Yay! Abyss and I got our button. <laughs> Sometimes we just wanna talk about shit. So here it is. A random host topic, bitches. <laughs> I love that.
that one. Do we, wait, do we have an intro for that or no? No. That is, okay, that was anyway. the intro. No, we it's don't. A, okay. Host topic is just us hosts saying topic, we want to talk talking, about some shit. doing so stuff. That's yeah. the jingle And it's it. my time. Yay. Are you cuddling with Spike? I, actually, I kind of am. She's I like how Spike's right hanging loosely by the vage. Of course, that's where you would mm. go with it. Oh, God. Okay, so coming out. <laughs> <laughs> and it not going well. Oh, that's no yeah. good. Recently, a friend of the show had a unceremoniously forced uh, outing. Out- outing. outing. <laughs> To her parents. So this is a Which always goes well. It just goes, parents are always understanding and supportive, (laughs) 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 self-actualized. And uh, (laughs) the hows and the details, they don't matter. At the end of the day, a person's privacy was violated and she was made to feel shamed and sad over what she was. Uh, When everything was said and done, the friend felt better not because her family supported her and was completely cool with everything she did because they weren't (laughs) um but because she now knew where she stood and she reached out to other kinky folks in her time of need and this kind of popped into my head no matter where you are in the kink community and i use this as a loose thing and it could be on fed life it'd be whatever you know this is the kink community anyone who is currently listening you are currently in a kink community the one thing we all have in common is we can empathize with this person because it's unless you are that very small percentage of folks who know that your family is completely cool with everything you do, you can have sympathy for this situation. It is the one thing that binds us, the feeling of being judged and rejected by because of who we are. And that is the one thing that I really took out of it was she was in an area where she was she was away from her kinky family out here. She was you know, she didn't have her normal supports of the people she had built her um, kink with out here. She so she was kind of like stranded. So she reached out to people she knew who were kind of kinky and they helped her work through it and not feel alone and not feel like she was some depraved awful person and it kind of made me think like that's something in the community if you're a kinky person that is something that i feel like by carrying the kinky card that is also something you should be able to if someone is hurting like that that's everybody has that core that they have felt this way that they know how you feel because there are people who are still not out who you know if it came out they'd be screwed like flat out so i think it's important that if you are in a situation to always have a plan b like to be honest support structure yeah Uh, it it a lot of people basically feel that if i don't have my face out there or whatever this is never going to come out i mean realistically uh someone can find a crop in your car and you're not going to be able to Work your way out way out of it. So, or a mutual friend or whatever. So, a lot of really good ways to try and find community. And I don't normally say this, but even Fet Fet Life, there is enough people out there. If you scream like, "Holy shit, I am," you know, I'm having a hard time. Your Fet Life friends will, you know, if you've made any kind of connections there, will be able to send love and support. Munches. That is the one thing. If you go to a munch and you're in the middle of a crisis because of something like you just needed to get out of the house because your parents have gone through all your shit and found your membership card, 
and are now berating you and basically saying that they're going to, you know, throw you to the wolves. You know, you can go to a munch and every single person there can at least give you a glass of water and a pat on the shoulder because they know where you've been. I think I've, I've talked to a a lot of people about this. Um, not this, uh, instance, but just in the, in the years that I've been here, this, this comes up a lot and I try to get people to prepare themselves because when people have, um, like you, as you get to know people, they, you'll, you'll find out who has problems with their family and who, what fail. You always find out who has something to hide from their family or work or whatever. And people are usually pretty good about that because they want to make sure that you are on the same team of supporting, uh, their confidentiality. And cause that's obviously a big deal in our community. So we don't have these kind of out of left field accidents that just happen. Um, whether maliciously or non-maliciously, most outings occur just out of ignorance. Um, but I like to really try to prepare people because they 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 know they don't want to be outed to their family, but they haven't run through the scenario. And I think part of what you're talking about is is making yourself a plan. If we have right now perverted podcast listeners that have something to lose, or they know their family's not going to. Uh, uh, understand what's going on this is the time now before that accident happens is to run through your game plan what kind of support do you have what um are you emotionally prepared for the fact that the people that you really thought loved and supported you might all of a sudden have their own fears insecurities resentments and narcissism explode and they take it out on you because that's what happened in this situation this was people who were not secure with themselves, um, thought they had a better relationship with their daughter, thought they knew their daughter better than they actually knew their daughter. And so now they had they got smacked themselves with this information that fucks up their whole script of how they thought life was going to work. And now they're going to take it out on the daughter. You need to kind of prepare for those things. You need to be able to think through and not take that personally, because at that moment, if you are rejected or they start going, we got to go to therapy or you're sick or you're disturbed. You have to understand in that moment, this is not about you. This has nothing to do with you. This has to do with somebody else not accepting themselves. So they have to judge you and try to find some way. Well, obviously you're broken because as the parent, I did the right job. I raised you correctly according to my script. And if you are outside of that script, you're the one that's broken, not me. When in fact, what that says loud and clear is they're the one with the issue. They're the one that cannot look past that they are a parent, they are a family member, they have been around you for your whole life, and they can't accept this part of you or at least react in a loving way. That is a 100% diagnostic that it's their issue. That their love is that conditional. And that's okay. Which that's another thing that it's okay if that happens. It sucks, but you have to make a plan for yourself. Who am I as a person? Am I okay as a person regardless of who believes in me after these things come out? And, And part of like my battle cry on this is it's not just the individual making your plan. This is also a reminder to everybody who's kinky that, hey, guys, we've all been there. So if someone is hurting, please be available. You know, if you're at a munch and you see someone going through this, you know, on a core level, you've been there and it's okay for you to tell that person your experience and say, Hey, you know, I'm, you know, I'm right here. Even if it's for the only for the next half an hour, I've been there. Yeah. It can be traumatic. I mean, people are really trauma. I mean, I've, how many people have Kathy, have you seen just leave? 
<clears throat> I, they just don't. We they don't just ever don't see them back. again. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've had. I had one. Uh, a girl that I was playing with, and she was so excited, so excited, and like, oh my god, this is. I knew this was important, and I knew there were good people that did this, and I feel safe, and I feel protected, and this is amazing. And she was so excited that she had to tell her brother that she trusted. Better than anybody, and the brother not only turned on her, but went to the whole family and told the whole family, and bye bye. That was the end of it. It's, the f- heart- it's heartbreaking, you know. Yeah. So, but but that's part of the reality of having any type of alternative desires or lifestyle that people aren't going to understand. And I like that. That's where you both are going with it. This is a reality. This is going to happen. Prepare yourself. Yeah. No. Have some kind of exit strategy. How you're going to deal with it. And it's hard to dampen someone's enthusiasm when, when, as you said, they've realized for the first time they're okay, and there are people who are sane and and normal and are doing this stuff. And you you get you go a little crazy. And that's probably the time when you should be the most careful. And yeah. Well, and I think it's it's good to have that foundation for your own personal exit strategy and so forth. But it's also, like I said, kind of a, a reminder to the community to be compassionate to those people who, like, we've all been there. Yeah. Shitty topic. Like, Sorry, guys. But good it's a ranch. Shitty topic. Good. I, I know. It, like, let me just just let me just tromp all over the show. No, that's what the host topic is. That's for. what we do. <laughs> yeah, that's bring what we everybody do. down now. <laughs> we teach people how to handle this shit. Well, you know what? After hearing this, maybe there's some people out there that get stuck in this, and they just they remember that you do have support. And we're here. It's you can awesome. email us pervertedpodcast yeah. at gmail We've gotten these emails plenty of times. And we'll do our best to be there for you. I mean, we are a community. Also, yeah. We want you to know that whatever you do, you know, if your parents ship you off to Iceland or whatever, just know that you are leaving with love and support from rational people who know that you're okay. Whatever the outcome is, you just need to know that being kinky is okay. You're okay. I'm okay. You're you're hot. Boogie's not okay. You're, well, yeah. well, I have issues far, <laughs> far beyond kink or BDSM. As poor Oy. Mark, she had to deal with a manic episode earlier. But you know what? I don't think any of that matters right now. Really? Because this is show fifty-three. We're into our second year of the perverted podcast, and you know what that means? What? <laughs> We celebrate your voracious sexual enthusiasm And titillate our listeners with your featured orgasm That's right, baby Damn, you like got into that one (laughs) (laughs) Drums weren't enough, you had to pound the desk Okay, I'm not going to give the big intro like I did Because we're now, this is a regular segment Because our perverted podcast listeners are joining in the celebration of the female orgasm. And, and they are now sending in their orgasms. And Perverted Podcast listeners, dedicated Perverted Podcast listeners, King and uh, Princess. Um, and chat took, room attendees. Took the challenge. And basically, just quick backup. This is, uh, a lot of women have been shamed over their orgasms, not being this or that or whatever. And we just want to play your orgasm loud soft however whatever your sounds are and just celebrate that and it's enjoyable plus it's sexy so this this was sent in by princess (laughs) 
Did you just have an orgasm? <laughs> or an aneurysm. <laughs> Was that a spank I heard? Yeah. Okay. Can I just say how hot that was that was that was wonderful. Big Wait. thank you to King and Princess. Oh, I just love them to death. They need to come here. What Unger? Yeah. Did the blue light not work? The no. blue lights the, the blue lights out. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, could you no, please pull the pull, pull the little they've cord? Tried. We've tried all that. Oh. And then some. What's going on in the chat room? Uh, is King in there? King is it? King, yes, King is here. Did you tell him we just played we, his girl's we orgasm? Did tell him he is very aware. And tell him we said goddamn good show. Yes. Ah, you know he was involved in that. You're like oh, his girl. And he yeah. might be coming out in this area later this year. Oh, we oh would that's so cool. Oh, like we get August. to meet them. That would be amazing. Oh, that's. Can I just also say that that orgasm that MP3 they sent us was a lot longer than that. Oh, that yes. was a long fucking orgasm. It was like she worked it two minutes long, and you had to pare it down to. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, it was wonderful. I'm and, jealous. And of I'm princess. just. I, you know what? This is what excites me. Okay, not just that this person <laughs> is able to celebrate themselves, and we can celebrate part of their sexuality. The they sent us uh, wonderful letters. How kink has really helped them recharge their marriage and their relationship together. So that's very exciting. But what's really kind of exciting is that I've never met these people in my life, and they shared this with us and with the show, and they said, perverted motherfucking podcast <laughs> at the end of it! <laughs> I have dreamed! I have dreamed! I that have... table's going to snap, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dream! I'm scared. <laughs> I got two other ones. I'm not playing them today. Uh-huh. We're going to do this monthly, unless you know we have in-house orgasms, those we can pretty much have all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> That was really cool. That was awesome. So if you uh, have a cell phone with a with a record option on it and you want to share your featured orgasm with us on the Perverted Podcast, please uh, send your featured orgasm to pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and be a part of the celebration of your sexuality. And it's just <laughs> fucking hot and uh, the Viagra's going to kick in. Oh, look at that, brother! Look at that. I you wanna, did not want to know. It takes that. a little longer than that. But that was fucking great. You're driving somewhere. <laughs> did, did you just try and take a peek at his junk to see what's going on down there? Do you mm-hmm. see it? No. Whoa, Whoa. Give me some warning so I can <laughs> just not look. It's just bulbous. All right, so uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> We could do that every show, all show. I'd be probably pretty happy. Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. It's really important that we remind you that none of us here are therapists. I am. No, you're, you're not. not. I am. Stop you it. A not. therapist. If you you're need not. therapy for real, please get it. 
Seriously. Yes. And Boogie is not a therapist. I am. <laughs> Ask me a question. I will give you my answer. All right. This so one you're was a magic ther- eight ball? Therapeutic- <laughs> therapeutically. That's what it is. Who was it? Cuddly Giraffe sent us a question. I love that name. A cuddly Giraffe. It's so cute. Well, it, this was a very long email, so I will summarize. She call, She emailed us to ask us our advice on how to stop being a virgin. I guess that would be the <laughs> what she's asking. 11300 Heartland, <laughs> no. North Hollywood, California. No. <laughs> it's like a service in, you provide in the now. love lab. <laughs> Because uh, you're a therapist. Because uh, you're the uh, rapist. I am. <laughs> <laughs> the views of Boogie do not necessarily reflect those of Catherine Abyss. Did he just push that button? He did. <laughs> I did because I had a thought that uh, that would have made you push the button. So oh. I'm just yeah, I don't want to know. Okay, so she. Uh, how old is she? I forget. Did anybody know? Okay, no. She's a virgin, like virgin across the board. She's never held hands with anybody. She's never kissed anyone, and she uh, is kinky. Mm-hmm. has all kinds of kinky desires and is finding that one of two things are happening. Either people find out and are excited, but then at the last minute punk out mm-hmm. or they don't want to touch her with a 10 foot pole right from the beginning because it's too much pressure. She had also mentioned uh, in this that she was also kind of aggressive, that she it came off like people didn't like because she was very forward about th- this. That's what I, think, I got from it. I think part of it too was I think she was having issues with the fact that when she said she was a virgin, what would play in a lot of the guy's head is the frail, is the frail virgin. Oh, oh, I'm a delicate flower. I, I only wear white. I can't get my petticoats and s- dirty. And then she comes off as aggressive and it fucks up their whole like, wait. Yeah. Which is fine. That's what a ball gag's for. Wow. Come on over. Very aggressive deflowering. Um, You're kinky. What do you? How do you de-virginize a, a kinky person? You fuck them. That's what you do. Or wow. I'd, I would advise maybe try and start with holding the candles, hands. holding hands. Nah, come on, I, be it, kinky. Sa- it sounds like to me. Oh, okay, Just top and remember, this is not. I am not a therapist, <laughs> and I'm generally kind of an asshole. But it sounds like we've got some maybe connection issues and maybe some uh maybe she should actually go see a therapist about some of this because she said she has a hard time actually even if if you have a hard time holding hands with somebody there it sounds like there might be kind of an issue some uh some intimacy issues but if you well in all fairness if you haven't had any real intimacy with another person you're going to have intimacy issues because you don't know how to be intimate with someone okay i'll say most girls most girls will hold hands with their girlfriends like and have no problems with it it it's children hold hands it's a it's a natural thing like this is it's an intimacy if she can't even hold hands with another human being maybe she's a germaphobe <sighs> get some hand sanitizer i have a couple of things i have a couple of things too you go all right first. i have yeah. a friend she's 25 and is still a virgin okay and her issue is it's really without knowing much more about this case we can't really tell what the problem is but i do know that my friend's issue is that she she's very picky and she holds that bar so Because they're going to be your first. I, you and know, it actually It's, it's got to be the, part, the right person. That's part of it. But the other part of it is that my friend has this ridiculously high standard for who she thinks she has to be with. And, and it's a very narrow. 
that could be part of it. What is she looking for? The other so she should lower her standards and just go fuck it's a homeless fucking, dude, or well, you know, just, why you got to go to the other end of the spectrum? Because he's trying to say, come to whatever Heartland, exactly, Heartland. three hundred Heartland <laughs> Street. And the other thing is, uh, if she is, I'm assuming that she's not near a kinky group because if she were all i would take is one trip to a dungeon to get to know people that you can at least hold hands with yeah hold hands maybe uh, i we, mean i'm not saying you're gonna jump into the sack with the nearest person pervy person you meet but <laughs> 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 i did but there's a general relaxed <laughs> attitude when it comes to uh, intimacy and uh, hugging and yeah, maybe and she doesn't clubs. have that, that opportunity. Maybe she doesn't for, have that, maybe. but if she does, that is an excellent way to begin. Or even kinky aside, you can start vanilla. This sounds like intimacy. Just you need to find a connection. I would like to address her actual thing, seeing as you guys both have vaginas and you don't understand oh. this. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. The vagina doesn't understand the other vagina issue? No, you don't because she's looking for dick. She's not looking for <laughs> vagina. So, um, Unger's breaking things so, over there again. <laughs> Unger, what's going on? You you wanna you wanna help me? You wanna do a Eiffel Tower on this chick? You wanna fucking well rotisserie chicken her? Unger's, Unger's just breaking hard. shit. All right, I'm turning his mic off. He can't do. What do you got? What do you got, Unger? Uh, um, tears. Well, I'm breaking things. <laughs> okay, good. Which is a normal. Okay. Um, yeah, we've got a Nancy saying, you know. Um, that he believes it's significantly easier for women and there's a whole argument about what's going on. So, yeah. All right. Now let me bring this home. Uh, let me bring this home <laughs> as as a dude who has all of these issues. Um, first of all, uh, I know I come off as a pig. Uh, you be as picky as you need to be and you take as much time as you want. You have to understand that there's a consequence for having unrealistic standards because... Um, you haven't been with a man, so you don't understand there's not a large fucking selection of awesomeness among dudes. So you may have to lower your standards a little bit. But in general, if this is something that you have held on to and your virginity is something that's special to you, then go ahead and fucking own it and let it be special. Take as much time as you need to and find that. Just know that slim pickings among men, you may wait a little bit a while. So I always say that. You can, you can wait. If that's that's your priority and your vagina, you know, make it make it special to you from the guy's point of view. There's a few there's a few things that are going on here. I completely agree with Abyss on the idea that you fuck up the fantasy when you're aggressive um, because there's a lot of guys um, like me who I like submissive women or I like them to be submissive sexually. So, of course, when someone is sexually aggressive, um, I just it doesn't work for me. But that's not all men. There are a lot of men out there who like a little bit of a fight. They like a, you know someone to be more dominant or whatever. So there are uh, people that won't have as much problem with you being a little more aggressive and dominant. If it's the type of personality that I'm thinking where you're kind of throwing, you're kind of just letting people know, I'm a virgin and I don't want to be a virgin anymore, that comes off as desperate and I don't do desperate. Because then that lowers my self-worth. So if you come off as more confident, someone's like, yeah, I'm a virgin and I'm just waiting, you know, for the right one and then have conversations and hear who I am as a person and I'm a good person and I do this. And you have some confidence. You now become attractive. You now put yourself back into that attraction level. But most dudes don't like desperate chicks. Most, most dudes that are quality enough to take your virginity don't like desperate chicks. So if you act desperate 
then that may be one of the problems that you're having. The other conflict is, is yes, the fantasy is great in the beginning that, yeah, I'm going to take this girl, I'm going to take her. But there are a lot of men, once again, the quality of man that maybe you're looking at to take your virginity has some thought in the back of his head that this is a responsibility. For the rest of my life, I'm going to have this title in your life that I took your virginity, and that puts pressure and makes them ask themselves, am I good enough to take someone's virginity? Is this something oh, that I want to carry? for fuck's sake, it's just a piece of skin. Mm-hmm. You're, you're right. But these Sorry, are the, I'm getting... T- I'm getting <sighs> just a little panicky listening to I all know, of like, These are the types of things you think about. Get over it, Jesus. Well, if you treat your virginity like something to get rid of, like a fucking wart, then yeah. But you know what? To some people, this is still, especially people that have... Um, hyper-religious backgrounds and and things like that there is a lot there's a lot of social pressure there's still parts of the world where they'll fucking kill you yeah this isn't this isn't one of those and also virginity i'm not saying that the first time shouldn't be special i'm not saying that i'm not just saying jump on a dick to get rid of it but honestly virginity is putting it at the super high tier the reason historically they did that is for your value of sale as a woman When you went into your marriage contract, it was to make sure you were a virgin so your price was higher for your family. So for to have that much fucking shit on it, that just pisses me off. It should be special because the first time you actually allow someone to enter you, it should be special. But to put it as this high fucking pillar is bullshit. Sorry. But if you do, then you get to own whatever you are and i totally respect your opinion that you don't give a fuck about it but you were also very young when you got rid of yours so um as you go older and older and older it's like a piece of china it, it kind of <laughs> is you start to get more and i've done this sexually and i know a lot of people have done this sexually for me it was the same thing i had tons of girls that wanted to fuck me before i was 17 years old when i finally horribly lost my virginity um um and there was girls that you know they were the sluts and they just like sex, and they're like, I want to fuck you. And I'd be like, no, I got to have this little thing. I got to work out in my head that it's got to be this person, and it's got to be special. And so I had it as, as, a, as I'm not, a kid. I'm not saying that it shouldn't not be special. And I'm not, but, but, but it's if still. You, if you, for all of the women that I have heard tell me of their virgin, I have never had a virgin. I've literally never had a virgin. Don't really care. Uh, don't need one. Um, but because uh, it's a lot of responsibility. Um, but I'm going to ask actually real quick because this whole responsibility. Do you do you have any ties to your first lover? Mm, no. Do you? Do you? It's a responsibility of the memory of knowing that you don't want to be, because I have heard so many women talk about their first sexual experience with intercourse in a negative way. Because it was bad. Because it was bad. Yeah. So, guys, we have performance anxiety. It's also, it's if, if it's a virginity issue, it's going to hurt. Unless you're a masochist, it doesn't feel good. You are you're well, tearing skin. Uh no, not necessarily. You're not tearing skin. I mean If you're an actual virgin you are. No. Well you got rid of that <laughs> the first time you put in a tampon. I mean or some the pe- first time you rode some, a horse or Exactly. No, that's not stuffed a remote control in your pussy because you were horny. What? 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 How huh? many people, huh? No. Uh, what? 
A remote control. Ooh, well, if it's there, it's long. It looks a like a phone that can vibrate. See, now you're thinking. I'm just saying. Now you're thinking. Wrap it in saran wrap or something first. Cause now well, <laughs> that's a lot of uh, opinions and a lot of reasons things could go wrong. And I hope that one of the things we said helps cuddly giraffe. Start with intimacy. Intimacy. <laughs> <laughs> Despite <laughs> what you've heard here, buy please a, send in your kick love relationship <laughs> and sex questions in <laughs> 100 words or less to pervertedpodcast.com and please put the word advice on the subject line. Oh my and God. We will, and we will, <laughs> and we will ruin your life and argue. <laughs> we will ruin another kink. Get fucking... <laughs> <sighs> what now? Oh. I have an announcement to make. Oh, this is the last do. one? <laughs> wow <laughs> Mark did you tell her <laughs> What Is this really the last one It's the new year We've been doing this This was the We did this bit Can we just stop We don't have to do it now no, Hey I wrote this one. Oh, okay No we're doing This <laughs> is the last one We all wrote it <laughs> but, I'm so happy <laughs> Oh my god We've been doing this Literally we did um, We did annoyingly bad rap on the first perverted podcast episode. Yes, we did. I know. And we could, I went back to the like meow, meow, meow. So, so we've done it for a year. So I forgot, and I'm like writing the thing, and I'm like, you know, we've done this for a year. It's it's the next year. We should start doing new things. I'm not saying every now and again. No, we don't we throw won't, in. We won't. We won't because Abyss, Abyss we got I have the groove. Smiles on our You guys face. are so excited. <laughs> Which is funny because you like to. No, Mark didn't tell me. Oh, you've just been waiting. Watch, we're going to get hordes of people complaining, going, bring back annoyingly bad rap. Hey, you know what? If I they know, do, know, we'll keep doing it. Yeah, no, I know exactly who would be saying it, and they go, they go fucking eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> well, our last annoyingly bad rap. We Yay. are going to make this as annoying, so that way nobody wants us to bring it back. I will say, though, I have had fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing the good, annoyingly some, good some really good. Kathy tends to uh, bring home the bacon. Kathy and actually Fee. Fee did some pretty did, did did some good ones. Stuff, yeah. So, uh, of course, you know. So let's just make this so bad. On it. <laughs> <laughs> we had uh, someone email us and said, can you please rap about pervy vampires? <laughs> Which, how do you wrap about? We did pervy pirates. Pervy. Why not pervy vampires? Pervy vampires. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the pirates. All right, Maybe so who wants to go one. first, last? First, last. Kathy. What the hell? All right. <laughs> People just don't know how hard it is for me. It's really hard being a vamp that's pervy. On my fetish list is biting, and that's okay. Till they see my teeth and scream, turn and run the other way. Stupid pointy teeth, always putting up a block. I can't nibble on your clit. I can't go down on your cock. If I accidentally slip or suck too hard, we could end up in the ER, and that's awkward. If I were into cutting needle play or blood, I would be the hottest vamp in my fet neighborhood. But the sad truth is this. To admit it isn't easy. The sight of all that blood leaves me kind of queasy. Oh! Annoyingly bad rap. <laughs> Two more. <laughs> Two more to go. Two more to go. Mine's, mine's more um, street rap. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I more don't, street poetry. I don't, I don't you, uh, follow yeah, that Abyss beat. left the beats. <laughs> Abyss left the beats months ago. <laughs> that beat. And we now just call it uh, it's a coffee. It's She's kind of caught. I could literally pull out bongos and just go. <laughs> Do that. Do it. Do it, man. Do, do, do. Your... No, no. Sh- this is it. <laughs> that would be cool. Oh, it's okay. okay. All right. 
Who doesn't like a little bite and nibble? But this bitch took it way too literal. We started making out. I rode her face. She moved her mouth away from my happy place. Her teeth were grazing my inner thigh. She had this weird smile that made me want to cry. Her eyes went red. Her head went back. And like a snake, she was on the attack. My tail doesn't end in sorrow because my fist went back and punched that bitch into tomorrow. <laughs> what? Why would you up the- <laughs> Sometimes you just have to pop a girl in the head if you're trying to fuck the undead. <laughs> oh my god. Annoyingly bad. How do I compete? <laughs> Violence towards women encouraged all the time on Perverted Podcast. She got too bitey. The views of Boogie do not necessarily reflect those of Kathy and Abyss. And likewise. <laughs> all right. Let's try it. I was at a party and this chick rolled up. She had long, sharp fangs and a big old butt. She said, I'm a vampire and I like to get freaky. I'm going to spread your blood on my walls like graffiti. Something in my head said to avoid this hoe, but I'm drunk and I'm horny, so bitch, let's go. She took me to her cave and started sucking my dick. It felt real good until she bit the tip. I screamed like a girl, but I didn't make her stop. She drank my blood from my dick every single drop. Now we're both vampires having kinky fun. I put garlic in her pussy because the burn makes her come. Oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> and that is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to play in. If you're in the Los Angeles or surrounding areas, visit Threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everybody in the chat room and to Unger, our moderator, Woo! and to Mark, Woo! and to Sam, Woo! and Jessica. Jessica. <laughs> thank you, Boogie. Woo! And thank, thank you, Abyss. Woo! Thank you, Kathy. <laughs> if you have questions, comments, or ideas, Please email us. Sam was so happy. <laughs> Sam like, totally produced that moment. He's like, why did you guys do this thing? He's like, you guys didn't fuck up. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> if you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, show 53 is now done. We are in the second year having great times. Really great times ahead. Lots of bits. Lots of fun. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you next week. How's your dick? I don't know. Why don't you come over here and rub it? Don't rub it. Just rub it. Wait till we all leave. Mm. <laughs> Annoyingly bad rap. Rest in peace. <laughs> yes. Uh.